and welcome to the continuing adventures of the Inglorious Bards. I am your splendid Game Master Tom, and this is Episode 14, Ivory Sword. Thanks for joining us on our adventures. We're always excited to share them with you. Drop by ingloriousbards.com or our Podbean account and leave us a message to let us know what you think of the show. Previously on Inglorious Bards. The heroes explored an old temple along a riverbank. They fought a skeletal man before freeing him of his curse to remain in the temple forever. Now the heroes must make their way back to the city and rescue their friend Rolmik, the carpenter. Rolmik sent them on this dangerous quest along the river, but took it upon himself to finish the job. A craftsman by trade and certainly no adventurer, the heroes believe he's been captured by a mercenary outfit calling themselves the Ivory Swords. The adventure begins. Beneath the city of Tallis lies a twisting labyrinth of tunnels and chambers created long ago by the evil Skull King, Gull. Filled with storehouses of nasty weapons, layers of wretched creatures, and laboratories to make his monstrosities, this massive dungeon has been left mostly untouched for many, many years and stretches for miles and miles like a chaotic web beneath the streets, homes. The most well-used tunnels harbor thieves and slavers, and the darker passages hold much more dangerous secrets. You wouldn't expect to find a pot-bellied merchant walking these passageways wearing glasses and a brass-buttoned vest. The man trips on a loose stone, rubs his right wrist, and appears lost. The wooden door he sees ahead could lead to a dozen terrible fates, but this simple man opens it without any sign of fear or hesitation. Several brutish orcs turn in confusion as the door to their secret hideout is opened. Their prisoners, young men and women locked in cages, cry out for help to the man at the door. Intruder, please kill him. No, speak man, or we cuts out your tongue. The man rubs his wrist. He hears the voice again in his mind and closes his eyes to shut it out. I, I need to go deeper. A voice calls me. You what? The orc asks. The man rubs his wrist again. Show me, show me how to get down. I must see him. The largest orc picks up his spike club and then walks to the door. This one ain't worth no slaving. I'm gonna bash in. I'm sorry, the man says as he pulls back his sleeve, revealing a band of metal looped around his wrist. Bluish gray magic ascends the loops, spiraling towards his fingers. The orc stops in confusion. I'm so very sorry. A tremendous beam of gray and blue swirling magic blasts continuously out from his wrist. Our view moves past the man and back out into the dark corridors. Behind we hear howls of agony from the orcs contorting with the cries of the human slaves together into gurgling screeches. Along the grainy river, out in the sunshine, a day out from the city, our four heroes walk along the water's edge. You spot a small encampment ahead where barges load and unload their cargo. You pay a few copper to cross the river on one of the barges and then mingle amongst the traders, crates, and barrels. We, uh, I guess, need to find the ivory swords to see if that's where Rolmik has ended up. 
And they were close by last time, eh? I expect them to be close by now. I imagine the right price would get us some information here about them, too. Did Poke, Pokey made it with us, right? Yes. Okay. Oh, a little concerned by the barge people, but it was, it was okay. Very good. <laughs> Giant lizard hissing at them, but... For the right price, you can have my ivory sword, Elmon. Pass. Um. <laughs> well, let's. We're, we saw those two other guys. You remember where that was, Elf? I do. Well, let's let's go find them again. Very well. All right, you guys leaving this little barge camp? The traders yeah. here and everything—they're not normal merchants. It's just if you need a bulk of goods, so there's not much for you guys here. All right, you guys head out. You head south down the road towards the city. It'll take you most of the day to get there. It's just about an hour south of that barge campment on the river when ahead on the road, you see two guys in a small camp just maybe 30 feet off the road. Uh, scrappy, tough looking guys. They're sitting on some logs or tree stumps. There's a little lean-to that's covering a fire. It's starting to rain right now. There's a, a strange creature that's dead and hanging from a rope, just slowly rotating in the in the wind. One of them gets up when he sees you some distance down the road coming towards him. He gets up, starts craning his neck and looking at you guys, and then he sits down and says something to his buddy, and they just keep uh, eating and smoking. You can see they're armed. They got swords on their backs. Are they thus decorated, as uh, Elman has pointed out, the... Uh, ivory swords. As you get close, you cannot tell. Let's sit down and have a conversation with these guys. Yeah, I could warm my bones on their fire. Mm. <laughs> uh, Olgrim will just obtrusively just march into their camp. All right. <laughs> and, and very quietly, just unless, you know, I'm acted upon, just move up to the fire and just stand next to it and just start warming. <laughs> it's a nice fire tonight. <laughs> They're expecting you to just go walking right on by, and you just cut right through the 30 feet and walk right towards their camp. One of them sees you and gets up and puts his hand on his uh, sword that's on his back and says, What are you doing? What's going on? It's a cold night, but it will be. Let's get moving. The other guy stands up now, too. Avis comes walking up. Oh, what what is this hanging from the tree? What is this hanging from the tree? Has- you look, it is a dead bogleg, slowly rotating in the ground. Oh my goodness! The guy says, "One of the monsters we help keep the forest clean from." Uh, these are not monsters, sir. These uh, things will run you through, old man. You don't know what it's like here out in the wilderness. We are honorary members of the <laughs> tribe of the Five Stones. All right, just keep on going. <laughs> You don't want any of this, he says, pointing to the sword on his back or holding onto the sword. He hasn't drawn it yet. I'm calling your bluff, sir. <laughs> <laughs> he sits down. I don't know. That's just so weird. You win. <laughs> <laughs> he fails a wisdom save. Yeah, we just happen to be looking for someone. And uh, perhaps you can help. He doesn't break eye contact, Olgrim doesn't from the fire. You're still looking at the fire. Still looking at the fire, still rubbing. And Puck and Elmon, where are you guys? I approach, but stay about 10 feet away from the fire, just hanging out on Pokey. Right. I'm nearby. I'm I'm kind of walked up to the fire, too, okay. and just kind of hanging out. Hmm? Rolnick. Rolnick? Rolnick. R-O-L-M-I-K, I believe. M-O-U-S-E. 
And they were looking for someone named Rolmick. Never heard of him. Keep on moving and shink. He draws his broadsword. That's a bad idea, friend. You better put that away before you get hurt. His other friend draws his sword. He says, you better go or the bad idea is going to be you dead here, hanging from this tree. I ignore them, turn to them, and like, we need to leave one of them alive so we can ask Hey, hey, I'm talking to you. <laughs> uh, turning turning about to them and- He's uh, going to make an intimidation roll. Oh my God, he rolled a one. Oh my God. Hey, hey, I'm, I'm talking to you. Can I make an intimidation roll for my- You favorite? may. Uh, oh gosh, this is gonna be good. I actually intimidating for once. Nineteen. All right, you finish your statement. You just turn and look at him without <laughs> saying a word. He uh, takes a step back. Um, the other guy doesn't appear to be phased, but the younger guy is definitely, uh, definitely worried about what's about to happen. You're smarter than your friend. You might want to stay out of this. Puck, you were saying yeah, something. Yeah, he circles. Puck circles around on Pokey to like to, to cover the rear. Okay. To take off running. I'm gonna be right there. Uh, he watches you, the main guy watches you and points at you as you walk around towards the back. And he closes in at the people near the fire, which I believe is Olgrim and Elmon. My friend doesn't like to be pointed at. <laughs> did you Did you point at the goblin? You didn't point at him, did you? <laughs> you guys are looking oh, at point the him. flimsiest we, of excuses. We, we start crawling He's not in his head. He's guilty. He's pointed at the goblin. Uh, taking a look, now being a lot closer, uh, do I see if they have any of the emblems that have been described? Uh, they do have the um, markings of the ivory sword. There's a pale, crudely uh, painted blade on their uh, armor. Uh, flashing blade out quickly, if I can. Uh, I draw the tip to the uh, to the ornamentation on his chest. Okay. You're just the people we're looking for. He um, smacks your blade away and attacks you. Ooh. So some initiative is about to happen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, first up is Olgrim. Yes. Nice. <laughs> so right now, Olgrim, it's you right next to the leader of the two. Uh, the younger guy isn't doing anything around. He's essentially surprised and totally caught off guard. I've got it pointed at him. Uh... It will be a grappling maneuver. I'll attempt to knock him prone. Okay. So it's, I've got the sword pointed at him. I see him going for his weapon, uh, but- he, No, he has his, what, you both have your weapons oh, out. Oh, we have our weapon? Yeah. Still knocking him down. You're trying to knock his sword aside and tackle him as your goal? Uh, not tackle, but uh, kind of that dwarven short kick, you know, just kind of knock him on his ass. Okay, your goal this is to knock him esque Hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. Make an unarmed attack. This is goblin force. <laughs> yeah. Uh, an unarmed attack. Unarmed Just attack. a normal melee bonus. Melee plus bonus. Oh. <laughs> uh, an eight if I add my strength modifier. All right. Make a agility roll versus his strength. A dexterity roll. Sorry. Got it. An 18. Uh, 10. All right. He, you go to kick him. He grabs that boot and tries to flip you into the fire, but you're able to hop back a couple steps and prevent that from All happening. Right. Next up is Avius, actually. You're number two. <laughs> it was going to be good. <laughs> um, <clears throat> Avius uh, wants to try and not create a scuffle. <laughs> Sir, just 
Calm your grits. He touched my boot. <laughs> he pointed at me. <laughs> oh, well, fuck it. <laughs> Fireball. Now <laughs> oh, just Blade Ward. Ching. All right, Blade Ward, you are surrounded by bladed protection. Um, next up is him. He has flipped your foot back, Olgrim. He steps into the space you vacated and swipes. Oh, that is terrible. Um, absolutely terrible. Bring up his stats. There he is. He gets two attacks. One, he swipes and misses and swat. He is just stumbling badly uh, and is comically swinging nothing but air. Just angrily. Ah, ah. It's almost like when you swing with a baseball bat and it hurts you, you know, a little bit because you <laughs> okay. overdid it. You didn't connect with the ball. That's what just happened. I sprained my wrist. Um, and then we have, uh, Elmon. So my bonus action right off the bat is to make eye contact with the younger guy. Okay. You stay put and then, uh, draw the bow back and shoot the guy. The younger guy? No. (laughs) (laughs) Don't move. You stay put. Don't move. Hold still. Uh, you flinched. Shoot the guy that, um is currently stumbling around, swinging his sword wildly. A couple shots, I believe, right? Uh, yes. That would be a 28. That's a definite hit. hit. And that will be 10 10 points of damage. All right, shoot, you hit him in the side. After the first arrow, I mumbled to him, you're wounded. (laughs) (laughs) And the second shot will be a 25. That's absolutely a hit. Those are massive hits. For... 15 Holy points of damage cow. in the second shot. You said like 25 points of damage. All right, shoot, shoot. You hit him. He drops to one knee, but is still in the fight. Kick him again. Uh, and Puck, you're bringing up the rear as usual. Yep. So um, I want to thorn whip the younger guy. The one who's staying put. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> He's very close to the fire. Well, I have a, like, I, I want to... The fire's very hot, too. Un- unusually I really, hot. If I could do it without hot. giving him damage, I would. But my, my goal is to get him. Bring him forward and then get compel the, him to tell the truth. To get pokey right <laughs> on the What do you? Yeah. Wonder, wonder puck. Uh, 13. 13. I don't think it's going to cut it. Let me check. Let me check. You lash out and you do not succeed. Damn thorn. He curses you, man. Um, Olgram, you're up. This guy is swung, swung, totally missed you. You've got your footing again. And then he drops to one knee as you just got shot twice on the side. Uh, I will, uh, disarm, disarm him. Okay. Make an attack roll, uh, and if you succeed, he's kind of at a disadvantage, so I'll just let you do it if you hit. Uh, that will, with my strength, 18. Okay, uh, that is a hit. You are able to connect with the sword and do the little she little circular motion <laughs> they do in the movies, and then send it, uh, flying into the fire. Oh, okay. And he has been disarmed. You have a second attack. I will use it by saying. <laughs> this will be a disadvantage, whatever your speech is. Okay. <laughs> no vowels. <laughs> Do you recall the name now? Roll make. Make an intimidation roll with advantage. I had disadvantage earlier. Just... Advantage. <laughs> Dual 17s. Dual 17s. Pretty good. Uh, with Intimidate makes it 18. Ooh, all 18. right. I, I I surrender. No more. 
And he's looking uh, at you mostly, Elmar, since you did some devastating damage. And I he him a winning smile. <laughs> he <laughs> he sits down in the, the winner of the archery contest. <laughs> I should have known. Should have known. He sits down in the uh, leaves of the forest. And, and Bo th- turns towards the uh, younger guy and kind of just motions for him to sit down too. Uh, the younger guy again does the Prince Humperdinck thing of just <laughs> yep and sits right down. <laughs> 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 The uh, the uh, leader guy is grabbing at these arrows and trying to pull them out, but not having much luck. I don't know. I don't know the name. Don't kill me. Oh, he doesn't know the name. <laughs> well, take him. him. He's alive, the leader. Yeah. He points to the other one. No, I'm not. <laughs> I mean, we no, really I, only need one of them. I know you've got a larger encampment. So where can we find it? Our friend's very important to us, and you're wasting my time. Oh, God, the leader says, you can go to hell. There's no way I'm telling you where the where the camp's at. He takes an arrow to so the skull. So you are the leader. He takes an arrow to the skull? Yes. Oh, oh. you don't need a roll. <laughs> I told you we only need one of them. He... But that was the leader. <laughs> well, he, I guarantee you the other guy still knows where. Uh... He drops silently, warming himself in the fire. <laughs> Well, medic. <laughs> I uh, don't think I'll be getting anything out of him. Ask your questions to the other one. All right, I have a very <laughs> Firefly-esque moment. <laughs> okay. I sit him in front of the fire. <laughs> Where's the encampment? I won't toss. <laughs> uh, and uh, I inquire to him. Where is your encampment? I can show you. I can show you. Lead on. Okay. And... Arrow to the skull. Now get <laughs> It's right of sh- Damn it. <laughs> he uh, trots off. Uh, before he gets too far, Thorn whip. Puck <laughs> taps him on the shoulder with his spear and motions up to the dead bog leg. You ever kill a bog leg again? We're coming after you. He's like, no, 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 no more, no more of the frogs. In fact, you might want to find employment with other. Uh, Another group of mercenaries after this. How about ours? <laughs> <laughs> lead, lead on, little guy. Avius. A little. As they're walking away, Avius unties whatever rope was used to hoist the bog leg okay. to lower him down. All right. It is now on the yeah. ground. Or did you want to pyre it up with the fire? Uh, we might just, yeah. It's a pretty big fire. Hand, yeah. hand the guy the shovel. Dig. Elmon will help <laughs> with that. Okay. You guys police the body. Fuck won't help, but he will loot the body of uh, the other one. Of the guy? Mm-hmm. All right. You find he has an abnormally large amount of 25 gold on him. Nice. Which is not common for the mercenaries. Um, and that's it. That's... You have the uh, bogleg corpse burning away um, to the heavens, uh, leaving the dead um, mercenary guy just lying there in the woods. Yeah. All right. Like hang him up by the. Uh, <laughs> you totally good. Six, six to each of you. Kay. Six gold. Oh. Uh, we'll play knifey dicey for the seventh. Nope. <laughs> well, later. Uh, I'm not up to making an example, so I will not be hanging them up. Okay. Would you need this for your your gob legs? No, 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 no. Well, I don't even know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> he has child payments, tadpole payments. <laughs> uh, the younger. Just quickly. 
the younger uh, mercenary uh, trots off through the woods. I assume you've disarmed him and such. Yeah. Yeah. And um, given him a bit of a warning about... Um, what do you say? If you <clears throat> give away our position, uh, if you yell out, you betray us in any way, you're going to meet the same fate as your friend. He said, no, if, boss. If I, no, no trouble. We'll let you go. Yeah. We, we could just gag him. Yeah. I think uh, I scared. trust him. I have something I to gag him with. friend here. I bet you do. <laughs> What's that? <laughs> let me show you, young fuck. <laughs> uh, yeah, let's uh, trot on. All right, through the woods, you trot. You uh, make your way through the rain that drips down through the leaves of the trees. It has a nice uh, woodsy, a wet woodsy smell. Um, you don't see many animals and obviously no monsters and creatures. They actually do a decent job of keeping that relatively safe. And as you walk through the woods, it takes about and two hours of cutting through the woods heading east when he uh, points to some smoke rising up through a uh, glade and will a clearing. As we've been walking, uh, Elmon will ask him, um, have you taken any prisoners in the last week or so? Uh, no, we've, uh, we've been uh, stationed at the road for the week. So it's possible that, that the rest of your encampment's taken somebody and you're not aware of it? Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm barely even part of, yeah, barely part of them. (laughs) All he can hear is the bowstring drawing. (laughs) The creaking noise of the bowstring. Big boys don't cry. Um, you see through the trees, there is a, a dip of a hill. You're at the kind of the top of a low hill and it dips down into a clearing. And you can see there is a camp up ahead, maybe 200 yards. It's raining, sorry. What would you like to do? <clears throat> uh, surveying, like, uh, how, can we see how, like, approximately how many people? Uh, It's a little hard to see from here, but maybe a dozen. Mm-hmm. Do you have guards posted around the perimeter? Uh, there's usually someone that uh, circles around the camp. We we just keep an eye out for any uh, creatures that might come strolling through, but we don't we don't have any trouble really normally. How many people are are likely in the camp? Uh, maybe eight. Not asking the guy, of course. Uh, late morning. <laughs> late morning. Oh, we've walked through the night. No, you um, woke up, um, walked across. No, it's probably afternoon now. Okay. I can go find whoever's circling. You guys want to lead in? How are we gonna? Are we gonna just go guns a blazing? Are we well, gonna? That's do the way this? I'd like to do it. Davis has already started walking towards the perimeter in Avius fashion. Oh, it's ready. Uh, Bulgram will tromp after him then. Okay, you guys are just walking straight in, casual like. Avius and I are at least. 
Um, <clears throat> I'm gonna find whoever's circling. I'll meet you guys in the middle. I'll cover. I'll cover our friends. Um, turn to the uh, our captive. Um, if we have them bound, I'll cut the binds. Okay. Um, you're free to go. He runs. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Is it still Towards the camp? No. <laughs> is it still oh, yeah, rainy say, and, and cloudy? It whatever. is rainy is and it, cloudy. Is it even mildly stormy? No. It is not stormy. No. <laughs> Just checking. It is rainy. We will wait for the weather to change. <laughs> I want to. I want to watch Puck go into full elemental mode. Uh, right. Okay, we've got Elmon in the rear of the group, quickly zipping from tree to tree to tree. In front of him, in front of him is Olgrim and Avius just slowly walking together towards the camp. You can see it is made up of a bunch of tents and lean-tos. There's a couple fires. You estimate there to be right around a dozen people scattered throughout. They appear to be relaxing or joking over here. They're kind of just trying to stay quiet and out of the rain as much as they can. You can see in the middle of the camp is a uh, kind of a flattish cage with wide bands of metal, cheap metal, and you can see there's a, a young boy in there crying. Captive That's that they why have. Avius is on his way in. And, <laughs> and uh, that's what you see. All of them are armored in studded leather, leather type armor, but um, they don't all have their weapons out or anything like that. They've, they don't see, they don't sense we any attack on me. Nightfall, we could do this a lot easier. Roll Nick! So, you, you got to call out louder. You're gonna <laughs> cha- do an audible. All right. Avius, you call be. out to the camp the name of Rolmic, and several of the people stand up and look confused and see you. And Rolmic, are you out there? One of them draws, a, not draws a bow, but gets a bow out. Another gets a sword out. They're not charging, they're attacking. They're just confused. Rolmic! Who goes there? Hello? <laughs> Who, who are you? Who goes there? Well. Come I, closer. Okay, I'm Avius Catorum. Of the you, island? You've heard of me, yes? <laughs> no. All the camp has now stood up and come out of their tents. I'm, I'm look, I've lost my friend. Uh, have you seen him? Are you getting closer? Uh, kind of casually. How, how, how close do you want to get? How close am I right now? Um, you're maybe 100 feet away. Oh, yeah. Um, I need to get closer. Okay. How close do you want to get? I'll just take you know my normal move. Okay. Is there a point where you want to stop is what I'm asking? Mm. <laughs> That's an arrow Not yet. Too. Okay. <laughs> Not yet. Right in. And then he's going in. Olgrim, what are you doing? <sighs> Watching him. <laughs> trying to figure out what he's doing. So you're staying put? Uh, no, no, I'm plan, at a guardian Olgrim. stance. He I'm, has no I'm plan. with him. Okay. Right, right alongside. I hope you have an idea that Avius. That's an awful lot of them. The little boy is not Rolmic, obviously, but is absolutely crying out for help, seeing that this is not a mercenary coming in there and they don't know you. Who help! among you can deal? Help! What did you say? Who among you can deal? Three guys uh, come forward from the main group and are kind of meeting you halfway. And uh, one of them says, You've come to the wrong place, friends. We've come for, uh, we've come for, to pay the ransom. 
You've come to pay a ransom for Romic? How much did you bring? He ain't worth nothing. Do we even still have Romic? I think so. Uh, he's he's quite important to the the people back home who love and care about him. Don't ever sell it. <laughs> we, we want to get him cheap. So if he's not uh, not costing you anything and he's not worth much, then uh, this should be an easy transaction. Make a persuasion roll, Olgrim. You're great at, aren't you? <laughs> persuasion. Yes. What number is that? It's a four. <laughs> What's your total? Five. <laughs> All you get is a plus one. All right. Yeah. He said, let's see some coin. And they stop about 30 feet. They have weapons out. I unfurl a bag. Uh, actually, I pull back the, uh, the, the lining of my heavy cloak here and, and reveal a couple pouches. Whether or not they're full of gold or not, we don't know, but... That's my coin. Avius... Not... Avius kind of moves forward. He wants to get to within about 15 feet. Within 15, 15. feet? Yeah. Okay. It just, 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 just a slow pace. Just... At that range, that probably means my sword is out now. All right. Uh, let us, let us see, Rolnik, at least. An arrow is fired from the camp and lands about eight feet away from in front of you, Avius, to stop you from getting closer. Avius stops. Okay. And, uh... Misty step. <laughs> yeah. Hold your fire. Let's see these coins first before we pepper them with arrows. Uh, how far, Hear some laughter from behind. How far away did he stop? Uh, you are 25 feet away. Okay. Um, I reach for the pouch or pouches in this case they're probably medium size and uh hurl them to the ground in front of me probably two or three yards nothing big Elmont make a stealth roll with advantage just so they not see you and that might change the situation uh 24 alright you are ghost you threw some pouches yep in this case, obviously, Bo is if it's, like if it's a size matters issue, ready they're go. probably about two pouches with twenty-five gold each, so fifty gold. Um, he motions and says something to one of the guys, and one of the guys um trots out. The three trots out and um towards you. Here, I'll, I'll mark our little stuff here. <laughs> the front line <laughs> with the wizard. It's always a good situation. Oh, and he's trotting out to the coins in the middle and the bags and he's got his sword out but he isn't threatening you with it but he does have it totally out in his hand and he bends down and he starts uh, checking out the uh, bags picking them up what's in these bags? gold 25 coins each of gold so, and how many bags are there? Two. So there's 50 gold there. 50 gold there. He says, there's about 20, 30 gold here. Has he, <laughs> has he, has he picked them up or is he just eyeballing them? Uh, he's picked them up and he like looks in one, doesn't look in the second one and just kind of hefts it and makes a guess. Um, That's a fair price for what Romic is worth. 
It's a real deal, boss. And he comes back, proudly showing the bag of coins, and walks back towards the other two. As he turns around before he can... The little girl that's little, trapped in the little cage. That you said it was a boy. But whatever. It's a... Amy's <laughs> it, not interested. It's a magical child. <laughs> it's a girl. She's like, help, help, save me. Pay Why him. are there men talking? <laughs> <laughs> well, it was a boy at first. It wouldn't have been a big deal. Um, and he comes back, and the guy says, uh, he looks at the coins, and uh, make another persuasion roll with advantage. He's kind of liking this, actually. Let's see if he goes for it. How much for that young lady? 13. He says, uh, that one's not for sale. But you've got yourself a deal. Head back up that hill. Right up the top there. He says, pointing a hundred feet back where you were at the top of the slope of this forest. He says, and we'll go get you your man. Satisfied. Staring at Avius. I don't know why we can't just stay here uh, while you go retrieve Romic. Head back up the hill, or you'll find out, and we'll just take all your gold. Now be smart, old man, and walk back. Let's be smart and walk back. We know how many there are. We know where the child is, and I know what you're thinking. We'll have Romic, and we can come back later. (laughs) Though... Olgrim has no tactical knowledge at all. <laughs> it's probably nothing he would say. Avius <laughs> turns around and shuffles back towards okay. the hill. You going with him, Olgrim? Yeah. I I make sure my stairs linger for a little while as he, uh, Avius, marches back towards the hill, and then I join him after. So now the hill will be about 200 feet from the camp? Uh, About 180, yeah. Okay. And uh, Elmon, you were doing something? I... Watching? Yeah, I remain hidden. I don't move. Okay. Puck, you have not been staying stationary. You've been circling around this whole camp. Mm-hmm. Um, you have not found anyone on patrol, but you have found a interesting area that you believe is connected to the camp. It's over another small little hill. You can see there's another clearing, not as big as the camp itself. But in this clearing, you can see there is a bunch of garbage where they pile up all their crap to get it out of there, their little latrine type area. There are some dead creatures left rotting. And there is uh, one guy who is tied to a tree, uh, sitting down and um, wrapped up. uh, And there's there's no mercenaries around? Nope. You've gone maybe halfway around the camp on a big wide circle. I'll approach him. Okay. And he does not appear to be conscious and doesn't react as you get close. Okay. I'll uh, jump off Pokey and approach. And... You've been riding Pokey the whole yeah, time? Yeah. Oh, my goodness. And uh, <laughs> get close to him. And um, is there anything of note? Is Can I tell who he is? You, I, you've never seen the man before. Okay, I'll do I, it. I would have given a physical description of Rolmec at some point in time, I'm sure. Okay, 
Uh, he fits a generic description that Elmon gave of Roman. And he's unconscious? He's not sleeping? All humans look alike. Yeah. <laughs> uh, make a medicine roll. That's so racist. A nine. Nine, he is dead. Yeah. <laughs> what? Um, I'll search his body. Okay. Uh, he is, um... There's not much to search. He's got just like some barely little loincloth and a shirt on. Been out in the elements for a while. Okay. I want to, can I cut him free and somehow, probably not, but uh, with Poke, can I get him on top of Pokey? Uh, you cut him free. You drag him over to your giant lizard, uh, which is the size of a small pony. You can make an animal handling roll as you try to th- throw this body onto it. Ten. Ten. Uh, you get him on, but then Pokey uh, slips out from underneath and bites at the body and scurries away ten feet and does not want anything to do with it. I'm gonna tie a rope around the body. And okay. Get back on Pokey and drag drag the body. All right. Me. <laughs> it's only a body now. And where are you headed? Uh, back up. Uh, I can see my friends on the hill. And so I'm you're going to circle back around? A yeah. rocky surface. Alright, you circle back around. Nothing but a skeleton left when he gets there. And, uh... Avius and Olgram, you're kind of just standing and waiting 200 feet away from the camp. The camp seems to notice this giant lizard being ridden by a goblin kind of coming over the rise. They kind of stir, and you see some people pointing, but they don't do anything. And Puck arrives and has a, a corpse. What did you do to him, Puck? I didn't do it. I didn't do anything. He's already dead. But I, I'm wondering if this might be uh, the the elf's friend. Where where the hell? Where's the elf go? I don't know. He doesn't. You never know where he is. Got the predator green glow <laughs> in the Why tree guys, above. Why aren't you guys down there? Yeah, we made our deal, but there's... You uh, made, what deal did you make? Trying to get Romic. Mm, I said they were going to bring him. I think this is probably Romic. I hope you didn't pay too much for him. <laughs> Nothing I'm not willing to get back. Okay, because, yeah, what about the... What about the whoever's in the cage? It looks like a little kid. Yes, well... well we can't we'll leave take... here without... With... with. No, please, no, don't worry, Puck. Avius wants to cast some spells. Okay, uh, let me, before we do that, uh, Elmon, you also, you're standing in the rain, you're, you're plastered almost invisible mm-hmm. next to a tree. Your arrow has still been knocked. You've got it aimed at the biggest leader mm-hmm. this whole freaking time. You don't, even though you know your arm's really tired, you don't even feel it. You're just ready. But you do see Puck at the corner of your eye drag up some sort of body, and he's maybe 30, 40 feet, feet away. I'll uh, sneak back to the group then. Okay. Uh, make another stealth roll with advantage. Uh, 26. Okay, you are able to very quickly and easily get to the group without still being spotted by the uh, camp with the group. You're there. You see Puck has this uh, body, and it is indeed Rolmec. Sorry, buddy. I'm sorry. Clearly, I paid too much. <laughs> We need to get it back, and we need to get their other captive. These oh, yeah. people need to pay. Oh, uh, they're all dead. They just don't know it yet. Can Can Avius go down? Avius, yes. You wanted to cast some spells. Avius casts Misty Step. No. Oh, 
moves 30 feet forward instantly. Okay. So I, now I, he's I can't keep up with you if you keep doing that. Now he's in 150 uh, foot range. Sure. Um, and then he casts Fireball. A fireball? Mm-hmm. Okay. Remember the children. <laughs> Remember the gold. Um, so it's an 8d6 deck save to... And it's got a range of 150 feet? Yeah. Ooh, what's the, what's the radius? 20 foot radius. So 40 foot diameter. Okay. 150 feet, 40 foot diameter. Wow. D6. Uh, wait, no. It's a deck save, and then I do 8d6. Okay, so uh, you have two main targets you can aim for. You can aim where there are the three who you were speaking with, mm-hmm. or there is a group of five that are clustered together. Five. I wonder if we had come here first, if Romic would have survived. Yeah, probably. Uh, you're going oh, to burn your brain if you start uh, thinking like that. I am going to burn my brain on that. So angry at myself right now. You just watch this fireball ascend. Got it. Does it whistle when it streaks in, or does it just appear? <laughs> and what's interesting is it's it's a it's like a small. No, it's not it, this big ball. I just point. It's a point. And it, and it's it, like this little it, small oh, area, yeah. and then boom. There's a little streak that arcs out, but it's it's a small shape. He can actually like surgically get it between areas, and then kaboom! Yeah. It lights up. Wow! Huge fire suddenly, and and again. They're just casually waiting for someone to go down to where Puck's at. There's probably a guy there right now trying to find Romek. They're just sitting there waiting, maybe wondering how they're going to rob you or let you go. They're just casually having a cold afternoon. This is kind of interesting. There's no movement. They feel pretty safe, <laughs> except for this weird lizard. It's all quiet. And then just boom, this old man just instantly fire just erupts throughout the whole camp. Uh, you fired it at the five that were clustered together. Yeah. They're doing deck saves. Is that right? Um, all right. Seven, six, seven, twelve, two. They are all five. Oh, and what's the what's the points of damage? Thirty-two points of damage. Boom! There is a huge fiery explosion. Uh four of them are just sent hurtling in different flaming chunks, and then one is just melting before you, uh, and crying out and dropping to his knees and crying out and melting and then dropping to the ground. Uh, and there is chaos in the camp, and uh, people are looking around. Holgrim would like to start his dwarven march down into the camp. And All right, you're just charging full stumpy up. speed. Yamon yep, yep. needs to move 30 feet to get to 150, so I have normal bow range. That's a move. Then, um, and then we'll just start firing. Okay, Olgrim's doing 25-25, so you have another 100 and 130 feet to go, Olgrim. Okay. I do Elmon. 35, which is my move. Okay, great. And then um, it targets of opportunity at this point. Whoever's, uh, are there like leader types? Do I see anybody in particular? There's the three. That there's order? the group of three. Yeah. Okay. Um, uh, whichever one was determined. Yeah, you're not leader. sure who's who in that group, but you can at least aim and fire at the three. So you get both um, your shots, I believe. Okay, yeah. Um, I will Hunter's Mark. Uh, the one that was, let's see, there was the one that, Move forward and grabbed the gold. There was the, what, what, whatever one was negotiating. Okay, you're not um, sure exactly who, but you're making a guess. Okay, yeah, got it. Um, so he is hunter marked. It's the one counting gold right before the explosion. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, first shot is going to be a twenty-three. And this is still normal range for you, right? Yeah, because when I, I I I got to one fifty, I mean I'm gonna move and fire, move and fire, but yeah. 
All right, he has some light cover, so he gets plus two to his armor class, so the tents and stuff he's around. What was your what was your attack? Twenty three. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. And he is hundred marks, so he gets an extra one d six points of damage, taking a total of thirteen damage on the first shot. Shunk. He is hit. Second shot is going to be a 25. That's also a hit. And he is injured You now. shoot through his cover of yeah. the tent. <laughs> oh, um, that is going to be 14 more points of damage 14, boom, boom. He is hit. He can take that damage, but man, that's also, again, a surprise. You hit his counting hand. And, like, Elmon <laughs> is, at this point, like, super pissed off so it's like march 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 fire fire march march, march uh, yeah it's march, just non-stop stepping yeah. stepping yeah. and shooting and shooting uh puck you also want to do something i'm gonna move within 120 feet of that cluster of three i don't know if i can do that in one i need a it'll bow. take oh uh, <laughs> i don't know the speed on the giant lizard i need a, lizard. I need a bow i have a light crossbow i can toss you, you need a scooter giant lizard movement speed is the question the answer is no. It's like 30, 35, So you're, it's your normal. It'll take you. A, uh, you'll have to take a whole round oh, to get there. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> you're charging in. So Olgram, yeah. <laughs> Olgram, you are past. Olgram, you are passed by on a lizard that I goes racing think. right on past you <laughs> with a goblin on top going. Um, all this chaos happens, and carnage, and the guy who had not the guy who's been shot by you, Elmon, but the guy next to him says, uh, hold, hold, we surrender. And he throws his sword into the dirt and says, drop your weapons. And the guys around him, uh, half of them drop their weapons, but not all. I'm, I'm too far away to make it. And that is their, that is their whole round. Sucks to yeah. be them. <laughs> yes, it does. It is, uh, wow. <laughs> it is a new round and Olgram, you're up. Move, move. All right. Um, I, I, yeah. You were you were one eighty. You were fifty. So now you're eighty feet away. Okay. So um, in, by the third turn, uh, Avius. Third round. Um, Avius. Uh, after his action and bonus action, he he moved forward. So he wants to move forward again before his next action. Okay. So now he's ninety. Ninety. What's close? Uh, the the group of three that are close together is a little half tent in between you and them, giving them a little bit of cover. Okay, the group of three get firebolts. A single firebolt goes after one guy. Fireball or arc lightning or yeah, maybe you want arc lightning. Yeah, arc lightning. Uh, one, one to each. Yeah, it's gonna be one to each. Okay, no roll necessary to hit. Zap, zap, zap. I get um. Only if you cast it at a higher level. You get extra arrows if you cast it at a higher level. Is it really this nightmarish visage? It's like middle of the day. There is gloom. Oh, there's rain. There's like old man (laughs) matted hair going down (laughs) Avius's face. Just just silently casting spells. It's dark. I'm, I'm, you know, like fiery eyes, hair whipping. Fiery eyes. Nice. All right. What's your damage? Uh, Two, four, five. Two... Four is four is actually to the larger guy, and five. Got it. Okay. Um. They get shot. They are now 
scattering and running since the surrender is not being accepted. They're all now moving, moving as fast as they can. And they're wounded. And uh, Elmon. <laughs> um, you don't want to leave Whoever for, for said talking? he surrendered, like, told the group to surrender, he, I assume that's the one that's 100 marked? Uh, it is not. Okay. Uh, I'm going to shoot the guy that has 100 mark. Okay. Yeah. E. Um, 13. He has no cover as he ran away from it. You did a 13. Uh-huh. He's a mess. He's All got right. some decent armor. And he's going to take a second arrow. And a 13 again. Okay. You hit where the tent was. continuing to move was. forward just like, yeah. you know. Your Terminator. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> um, more start to scatter. Puck, you're charging in. Yeah. I'm assuming I'm 120 feet away from this pack. That is correct. Call lightning. Uh-oh. Holy so, Jesus. Yeah. The nice, white, gentle, raining clouds turn a little dark. Yep. And uh, so I'm going to point it right in the middle of those same three. Okay. And they need to make some deck saves. Um, They have actually started to move. Okay. So can I move and then be... Um, what's your radius? You can, because you move. Foot radius. Is it 60? Yeah. You think it's 40? Yeah, you can totally catch them. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Doesn't You're it good. behave differently in the outdoor? Only if there's, there's, there's a storm. storm. Big storm. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So they all need to make their <clears throat> decks, decks through. Okay, so they're actually, um, there's, you're able to catch four in that radius. Uh, there are four guys. So this, describe what happens again one more time. So, uh, as I'm riding this lizard, I will hold my hands out, so a spear in one hand, and this dark, just ominous cloud just rolls right in. Ooh. And then what happens? And this bolt of lightning comes down right in the middle of these guys. Um, I can swing a sword. <laughs> they're making the deck save, right? Yep. You're changing the face of Earth. <laughs> I'm just this idiot hobbling creature. Uh, oh. Critical success. Hmm. So he, I'll have him take no damage. Uh, an 18, so he'll take half damage. And an 18 for, I'm guessing, half damage. Uh, uh, dramatic I rolled a, as a fireball. But. Yeah, 15, <laughs> so they take 7. 7 and 0, 7 and 7. This whole thing is going Sorry, to... Sorry, you got multiple rounds of that, though. Got 7, and the hero's mark, uh, hunter's mark guy also took 7. Where is he? There he is. Where'd the fourth guy? Wasn't there four of them? Uh, he was, he's in the radius of the cloud, but not oh, in the no, radius okay. of the blast. Yep. Just to make note of that. Um, Ogrim is going to be uh, moving towards the uh, the cage. Not the child, is it? Okay. Um, Ogrim, you are running there. How far away were you again? Uh, I think you declared me at 80. Okay. So that you'll do 50, you'll be 30. So you'll be able to do it in the next following round. All right, you're running like crazy. You are now at that tent that has been peppered by arrows. So you're in just inside the camp right All now. Right. See if I can make note of where you're Finally at. made it. <laughs> um, we've got him here. God, I'm going to love having a in. foot again. We've got Buck, who's just been riding in. So, uh, Avius. So are the just the four of them left? Uh, no, there's a couple scattered guys that are also uh, scattered to the, to the sides. No. You killed... Four? Five. 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 Oh, right, because the fifth one got uh, came out melting. Mm-hmm. Five. Hold on. Yes, there's four more on the outskirts that we don't have shown that are scattering. 
Um, I'm gonna do flaming sphere. Okay. It's um six. 60? Am I within 60? Not with these guys. They did a full move. What about that guy? Um, no, the whole camp is has been Damn moving it. out Never in mind. the way. I'm not going to do flame this year. Um, I'll do firebolt at the lone, the loner. This lone guy over here? Yep. Okay. A he roll or you roll? You roll. roll. Um, shit, I miss. Fire goes flying through and sizzles out in the rain before it gets him. Um, so the visualization here is there's an encampment. Every every creature here is pretty much at the far extent of this camp. Of the camp, and they're all scattering like a all roach's scattering. nest. Okay. Got it. They're scattering, scattering, scattering. They continue to run, run, run. Um, there's no one stopping to attack. Uh, Elmon, you're next. How far away am I from the the group of three that's running? You've been going 30? 30, 35. 35. You were Mac. You are at your long range now because they've been going almost double your speed. <clears throat> okay. She'll be disadvantaged to hit. Okay. If I move forward this time, will I? No, they've been going double. Well, you've been okay. going single. They're just flat out running as fast as they can. All right. So instead of walking, I'm on puts his bow away and just starts for, like Terminator. Okay. <laughs> now you're the Terminator 2000 uh, and with I hooks will, for hands. And I will move, move towards 70 that, feet, yeah. charging, chasing after them. Gotcha. He, he's still coming. <laughs> <laughs> Three days later. <laughs> uh, Puck, what would you like to do? Call lightning. Holy Jesus. I'm going to hit that group again. While you're still chasing him down on the lizard. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, they're making deck saves on this group. They are still together. And they're doing deck saves. Their dexes are not There's great. nothing more fearsome. We've got a... Five, eight, Archer. eleven. Full damage on yeah, all three. Fucking wizard. Fifteen damage. <laughs> Fifteen damage. Oh, just... Another huge crack of lightning from what should be a, just a calm, wet day. Cracks down and lights up the group of three leaders of the camp. Where did the big guy go? What was the damage one more time? 15. Okay, that one I got. Big leader gets hit, drops prone, so that's gonna slow him down. The other two around him are zapped and drop over dead. Nice job. Back up to the top and we have Olgrim, you are right at the edge of the camp. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Done no damage. Nothing. Taking no damage. Made no rolls. <sighs> None of us have enjoy the game. Uh, yeah, I'm just watching fireballs and god awful <laughs> lightning coming out of the sky. <clears throat> Thank God I'm not an enemy. Uh, I go to the cage itself. All right, there's a uh, frail old woman in there. Help me! Get me out! It's like changed from a male child, a female child, to an old lady. Which it's a one? shapeshifter. Which one are you? Are you okay? Wait, I thought you were a child. It's an old woman. You so? Are you alright? <laughs> uh, there is a uh, barred. Um, uh, there's a wooden bar across where you can let her, let her out, and then some steel things that have uh, that are 
uh, have some cheap little locks you can easily just smash apart if you want. Uh, the smashing. All right, you smash it apart. And uh, have you out out of there in just a moment? All right, Avius. So there's just the one dude here, yeah? There's a dude over here. There's two way over here. And then there's a leader type guy who's prone. Uh, I'll move towards the lone ranger there and do firebolt. This guy? Yeah. Firebolt, go for it. Uh, uh, 14. You fire a 14 and you hit. Ah, What's yes. the damage? Um, 12. He has 11. Boom! Nice. You smash him with a flaming goodness and he smolderly drops to the ground. Bum, 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 bum. The leaderish guy of the group, not the one who said to surrender, actually, but the guy who has been doing the negotiations, uh, stands up. He just got knocked down by some lightning. Uh, Elmon, you are closing in on him like scary fast. He stands up, um, maybe just up to his knees, getting himself up, shook by the, the strength and the blasting electricity, and uh, holds out a, a stopped hand to Elmon and says, but... But we surrendered! Uh, and what would you like to do, Elma? How far away am I? You are 34.99 feet <laughs> away from him. Um, wow. What do I want to do here? Um, I will just slow down, walk up to him. Um, no weapons drawn. Okay. Um, He's got his left hand just held out, mm, almost shaking in the rain. Um, and then as I get up to him... Um, There's lightning just about to ready to strike as well. (laughs) You can feel it. (laughs) You should have known better than to let your captive die. He was my friend. And the sword comes out and chops his arm off. No! His arm arm is severed. You guys hear a huge cry of pain. And then his head lops off. And the cry is cut short. And then... I will a leg. immediately <laughs> start tracking the uh, whatever. Like I know there were two that escaped. Mm-hmm. There, I I will, I'm actively start tracking them. Okay. Um. So my my objective is to track them down as well. At least one of them. Uh. Anyone else want? Those are the last two. Anyone else want to help Elmon? Or you good? I'm okay. Okay. Yeah, I'm good. All right. Davis wants to start pillaging. Everyone starts settling down. I am still concentrating on the call lightning, though. All right, and that lasts for a minute? Ten minutes. Ten minutes. Wow. I'm not going to let Jeez. it uh, dissipate. Okay. Until I find out what's in that cage. All right. Uh, Olgram, there uh, you finally have the cage open, <clears throat> and the uh, elderly woman comes out. <coughs> Excuse me. Thank you so much. You've saved me. Eh, they should not be bothering you anymore. You're free to go. Who... Who can... Who can I... Who can I thank? What is your name, Savior? You'd know me by shield biter. Now go. Uh, and she... Says... 
Uh, she had something to say. Where does she go? She's, if you ever need help, um, I I can I can aid you. My name is uh, Al Jespin. All right, Al Jespin. Speak my name thrice, and I will be there to help. You are a good man. <laughs> Wait, I have a voice in my head. <laughs> Again. It's twice this morning. Yeah, go on your way and be careful when you do. Uh, she goes on her way and is being uh, moderately careful. Actually, before she goes... She fireballs me into oblivion. She... Where did it go? I thought I had it right here. Oh, there it is. She casts a spell. Hmm. And you uh, gain eight temporary hit points until your next long rest. Alrighty. He says, may you fight well and be blessed. And she hobbles off through the wet forest back towards the road. I check to see if there's anyone else who may be con- unconscious or dead inside the pit. Alright, so there's no one else in there. Um, it's been about ten minutes later and Elmon comes back with an even bloodier sword. Did I get both of them? You got both of them. Okay. They are dead. What has Avius found? Um, you've been pilfering. pilfering and rummaging through. <laughs> um, weapons and armor and that kind of stuff. You do also find some cash... You find a uh, 2d10. I'll even let you roll it. 2d10 times 20 gold. Yeah. 280. You find 280 gold. They oh, have you found been, my gold. <laughs> uh, and Holgrim's gold. Uh, they have 280 gold that they have uh, acquired from local merchants recently. Which you find in one of the... Uh, nothing else interesting or out of the ordinary. place is smoldering there's lightning strikes everywhere it's still raining and there's still like this cocked and ready cloud overhead come on goes around make sure that everybody's dead stabs him a couple more (laughs) okay (laughs) would you like to just throw him on the fire Mm, what's next (laughs) everyone is absolutely dead Elmanen my condolences hmm We need to get him back to the city. It's not enough vengeance in the world, eh? Help, help, help me, uh, we can, we can put him on pokey. Thank you. Avius, like, grabs, like, a tent, uh, covering to, like, wrap. Oh, okay. Roll him again. That makes sense. It's not yeah. just, uh, Half-naked. Yeah, half-naked. Guy, I'm a giant body. lizard, yeah. Okay, you've yeah. got him with some effort on top of pokey the giant lizard. Well, let's go back to Tullus. You guys head back out. You make some uh, relatively quick time, head out, and I'll get back to the road, follow it south towards the city. Do not come across any uh, old woman. You think you would have passed her quite easily, but don't come across her. So she probably went north towards the barges. Mm. Um, and or you... shifted into something else and was gone. Do you tell us about her? 
Sure. Oh uh, yeah, actually, okay. yeah. Uh, and and what was her name? Al Jazeera. Jazeera. <laughs> <laughs> uh, her name was Al Jespin something. Al Jespin. Al Jespin. Don't say it again. <laughs> what do you want? <laughs> Stop summoning me. Already? I'm just talking to you to three different people. I've got this itch on my back. <laughs> Can't quite. Okay. So now we know. <clears throat> we you, head we heading back to the city, right? You see the city is looming ahead. The city of Tallis. <clears throat> In all its glory, you can see there is um, the just the base of the giant spire that dominates the view of the city, just the base as the top of it ascends into the clouds. You see the city walls, um, the different tiers of the city that get lower and lower towards the dock, and you guys approach the city gate. You walk up, there's uh, a small little line there, not a lot of uh, coming and going of the traffic. There's a wagon that the guards are checking out and assessing a fee for the merchant to get in. And then they see the four of you looking a little mercenary-ish and then having a giant lizard mount with something oddly wrapped in a tarp on the back. And a guard, uh, kind of a heavy set guard comes up and says, all right, what have we got here then? Let's make it fast. Got warm coffee waiting for me. Uh, we bear bad news and we must return this body to its uh, his his wife. Oh, and he uh, is going to check out the tarp. Is that all right? Mm-hmm. That's okay. All right, he peeks underneath. What seems to happen here? Uh, he was... Um, his name is Romick. He was a local merchant. Uh, he was captured by a mercenary brand, uh, band. We attempted to rescue him, and he was he was already dead by the time we went to go find him. <clears throat> oh, well, you've got uh, a silver entry fee for the lot of you. You also look like you've got some serious weapons here. That's another silver. Yes, yes, yes. That's fine. And that's I... on our way. Hold on. And I can't let you in with this body unless you uh, tell five me. five gold in his hand right now. He takes it and walks back into the guardhouse. <laughs> <laughs> We're becoming more and more chatty these days. <laughs> <laughs> Normally they just give you the price. Um, we'll drop the body off at a Lothian temple on the way. Okay. I mean, I'm not just going to like drop the corpse on. Ding dong! Yeah. Run. Ding dong ditch. Yeah. One. What's in this basket? Yeah. Oh, it's a baby. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, And then. I guess send these guys off to the Middle Hawks and I'm going to go track down Palia. Okay, you find her. You know where the house <sighs> is. You go to Rolmix's house where you knock upon the door. It's a uh, uh, not a fancy place, but it's got some nice decorations and stuff on it as he is, or I guess was, a, a skilled woodworker. You knock upon the door and uh, Polia, his wife, answers. She opens the door. She says, yes, what? Oh! It's you, Elmon. Can I come in? Of course. Come in. Come out of the rain. You come inside. She closes the door. You've uh, never been inside his house before, just at the door. And again, it's really nice. Great wood carvings. He's made the uh, amazing furniture. And she says, uh, would you like some warm soup? Uh, no, I'm fine. And I'm, uh, 
there's no easy way to say this and, and unfortunately um, your your husband was killed by by mercenaries I'm so sorry he's dead he's dead how, what how what <laughs> um he was captured by the Ivory Swords, a former mercenary band. Um, she sits down in the chair. And they well, get her a drink or something. Or, I don't know. There's some warm soup that's <laughs> yeah, cooking in a pot. Soup. <laughs> um, and unfortunately, they, they killed him. Um, Why? I, Why? I don't know. But they are dead themselves now. Uh, she cries. She puts her hands to her uh, face and hides it and cries. And there, cries. there, and pats her on the this back. This awkward patting. <laughs> Make a persuasion roll disadvantage. Uh. Let's see how much comfort you give her. <laughs> Jesus. Two twenties. Come on. Uh, nine. Nine. Yeah, it's pretty generic. Yeah. yeah. Heartless elf. It's a sorry for your it's loss. It's always darkest unsigned before the card. Dawn. <laughs> <laughs> she stops crying for a bit as the two of you uh, sit in this dark uh, place with the rain pouring outside, and she says, "What? What? What am I? What do I do? What am I supposed to do? I I don't know. I don't know how to make Avis furniture. Gave you the two hundred and eighty gold. Oh. I'm good. I'm to gonna give take her gold. to her." So, damn, I have to. Yeah. Them. Sorry. Seventy thousand. No. Avius <laughs> did not. Did, did that was not very nice. Yeah. That was we know. Very I, nice uh, fuck noticed. <laughs> yeah, there was no disbursement. <laughs> there was not. Um, I, I don't. Um, she should be sitting pretty now. Yeah. Well, there's a. I'll t- I'll talk to the Charlanders and make sure that you're as taken care of as you can be. I'll I'll check up on you from time to time. Um, and we recovered some some spoils, if you will, from the uh, from the from the band responsible for your husband's death. Um, and we'll leave. I our group has left that with you. Where is that? It's your hand it to her. Yeah. She doesn't even look at it, and she. Gold. <laughs> the best we could do. She uh, slowly pushes it back to you, but not with a sense of honor. You see this look in her eyes. She says, Elmon, you know these kind of things. I'll pay you this to track down the men who killed my husband. Well, we already killed them. Oh. And she starts to cry again. Make another persuasion roll for how much comfort. Can I just regular? It can be time? regular because you added the gold. <laughs> a whole seven. Seven! Yeah. This is not my strong You seat. just keep tapping the gold <laughs> thing. It's still darkest before the yeah. dawn. <laughs> you start crying as you hand over all the gold. <laughs> Here, take more. This belonged to Romic. Uh. <laughs> she says uh, after several minutes of crying, uh, she shares an old story about Romic um, that you don't remember. You don't know him that well. Um, and she, as the uh, afternoon starts to um, come to an end, she escorts you towards the door and says, I can't thank you enough for what you've done. I, I, 
uh, you're you're a great friend. I uh, to go out there and to actually find him and. This is terrible news, and I can't even begin to figure out what's going to happen. Uh, this seems not real, but uh, he and I are lucky to have you as friends. And she gives you a great big hug. Um, tell her I'll be, you know, at the Middle Hawks if she needs anything. Give her, you know, tell her that the priest Lothian have her, you know, um, her husband. To, she can speak to them, and they'll take care of him and whatever burial rights, you know, she they see fit. Um, give her another there, there, and this is the part where resurrection becomes really awkward. Yeah, a exactly. Slap on the ass. <laughs> All right, and Maybe how much gold did you leave with her? Fifty. No, <laughs> two, it's two hundred and eighty. All right, you left a lot of gold. She she should be taken care of. Yeah, a lot of gold. Okay, Elmon, she should be Hope, taken care. Hope needs to find a, uh, hopefully a very liberal. Stable. (laughs) (laughs) You do get some looks around town for sure. They are used to seeing some strange magical creatures from time to time, but you people get out of your way. Um, You go to a stable. They want nothing to do with you. The second stable, though, is a little more run down, and the guy will uh, happily uh, stable your mount for you, and he will provide you with a price forthcoming let's see let's go to services for a strange weird creature like this it will be seven it'll be three gold a month oh sure okay so prepay a month and you're good Amon will also go to the charlanders okay Tell them what happened to Rolmec. Uh, you know, hopefully they have some sort of pension plan or something for Kalia. They appreciate it and let let you know they'll uh, check in on her. Yeah. And then we'll go back to the Middlehawks. Your group is at Middlehawks Tavern, where you have rooms. Uh, your home here in the city of Tallis. The, the rain's pouring strong. The smells of the city come back. The bad smells and the good smells combined. It feels more like home than out in the wilderness. The sounds of people going by, wagons and carts and talking, although subdued in the, in the rain, uh, is much more lively. Uh, it felt a little odd at times for some of you uh, being out in the wilderness and no roof over your head, no buildings close by, no sounds but the wind. Um, so you're back in the city again. You are at Middlehawks. It's a warm, cozy place on a major thoroughfare that has a decent amount of activity, people coming in. It's evening time when uh, Elmon returns. His normal meditative, aware type uh, countenance is now a, a bit more brooding. Um bit more angry, something like unresolved um, going on in his look. You're not sure. Mm. He comes back with 280 pounds less of weight in his purse or whatever. Mm. <laughs> well, uh, how'd she take it, Elmon? About how you would expect. <clears throat> you bringing that gold back? Fuck. Well. For shame. <laughs> I'm just, sorry, Elmo. Just, just stare at Puckford for a little bit. 
What's next? A dwarf comes up. He brings you guys some hot stew. He says, boys, you're back. It is Nor, the innkeeper of Middlehawks. Hi, Nor. How are you? You've been gone a few days. Well, may I have some crackers with mine, Nor? Got it right here for you. Thank you. Thank you. He's got that and a little little ramekin of some curdled pudding type stuff in there for you as well. Yes. Mm, curdled pudding. <laughs> you don't look too much worse for the wear. Must have been profitable and good. Um, oh. You could have been profitable. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Goblins don't see death as we do. Not okay. <laughs> he says, oh, I've got a message for you here that too came soon. while you were gone. He goes back behind the bar and scrum, uh, scrambles around trying to find something and comes out with a little uh, nice, expensive-looking piece of folded paper with a wax symbol on it with the uh, letter M across it and uh, puts it in the middle of the table. Actually, hands it to the most prestigious member of your entire party, Avius. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> oh, oh, delightful. Uh, hey, what is it? Well, it's, it's this is a seal. Uh, it's used to make sure that uh, messages that are written and passed along are not uh, opened unauthorized. Uh, uh, anyway. Um. <laughs> <laughs> and who's it from? Ah, yes. It's from our good friend up in the <gasps> old town. We have an old friend in old town? Yes. Oh, uh, the... They're one-eyed bastards, master. <laughs> the one-eyed bastard's master. The one-eyed bastard's master. Yeah, there's the I title like of the episode. I like that. It's a new band bastard. name. <laughs> yes, yeah, uh, Malil. Yes. Um, What's it say? Well, I I was explaining to Olgrim what a seal is, and so I haven't had a chance to open the letter yet. So um, this is quite nice part. Everyone in you know. Open yeah. the letter. <laughs> Even people at other tables. <laughs> <laughs> They're getting pissed off. <laughs> Avius <laughs> breaks the seal. All right. Um, shake, points radiant shakily damage. opens up the letter with his frail hands uh, and begins to read. Uh, there's a letter inside. It says, Dear Avius and friends. Dear Avius and friends. <laughs> your assistance is needed as quick as you can for Master Malil has taken a turn for the worse. He has canceled all his dinner parties, all of his meetings and gatherings and get-togethers. He is quite interested in you locating his stolen property and has shut himself off from the outside and now lies in his room or in his study, brooding, hoping, and waiting for the moment you can return it. I fear for his safety and for his long-term health. Yours truly, Burns, the servant. Oh, I like Burns. Should I have drawn it out? You didn't. The master. Yeah, you, you, yeah. <laughs> you should have read it in the style of Burns. Uh, mm, oh, dear. Yeah, we uh, tried looking for the gray ascent, uh, couldn't uh, find nor, it. Nor, how long ago uh, was this delivered? It's, oh, just a couple days ago. You haven't been gone that long. Oh, okay. Uh, very well. Uh, 
Uh, we should probably go go in the morning. Yes, it's getting yes. late. Yes, yes, yes. I I still have pudding to uh, finish. Uh, so curdled uh, pudding. Oh, it's gross. delicious. Are these raisins? <laughs> no, no, it's just a byproduct of the bacterium <laughs> in the pudding. I'm going to bed. <laughs> uh, Avius enjoys his pudding. All right. Elmon will drink and brood for a while and then. All right. It is at night. Elmon, you are the last to go to bed as uh, after a few minutes after the second to last person, Avius, has gone, you're left. You see someone. Um, you've been keeping an eye on him. He's kind of a uh, vagranty looking fellow. He's glanced at you every now and again, and once Avius is gone and safely gone, the guy gets up from his table and nonchalantly approaches your table from behind. I... He's coming, just walking right past you, right behind you. I keep a very close eye on him. You're just staring him down as you Mm -hmm. go by? Oh, yeah. He uh, comes over and he says, Hey, friend, it's been a long time. You've never seen him before, and he reaches out and pats you on the back, and in particular, starts patting and feeling your <laughs> collar and pressing down on where your conciliator's at, mark is at. Your little um, after the first couple of pats, I'm just gonna take his hand and sort of like clench it and like twist it away, trying to get him to actually like, if if it's convenient, to like push him into a chair by kind of manipulating. Make a strange roll. His arm. <clears throat> Uh, 13. 11. You do so. You grab it. <clears throat> and he says, uh, great to see you again. I just stare at him. All right. He says, well, <clears throat> I'm in no mood. <laughs> <laughs> I got to take a leak. Why don't you come outside and uh, tell me what's been happening? It's been a while. And he points towards the back door, towards the alley. Should have asked about From that. here? Hmm. <laughs> no. And he uh, says, uh, oh, fair enough. And he uh, heads out uh, the back door and closes the door. So is that like some sort, like, do I feel like... He a, tapped three times underneath the Yeah, stars. yeah, I mean, like, <laughs> yeah, I mean... Don't think it's going to go that way, but... It, do I feel like he was actually trying to, you. like, say he was... He tapped you on the shoulder, moved closer in towards your collar, and then pressed with his finger right where the little uh, okay. green and gold uh, uh, button is that I you I will have. follow him out. Okay. Um, but, like, very suspiciously. Prepared for a trap. Okay. Like my my hand is on my sh- short sword at the moment. <clears throat> you uh, head out there. He's in the uh, rain. He's out in this uh, kind of a boxy alley that has a, a T intersection alley out there. And he's looking left and going, yeah, I really got to pee. And he's looking right, doesn't see anyone down in the other alleys. And turns back towards you and gets closer and then lowers his voice. He says, the name's Karim. I've got some information for you. And they told me if you've run into anything, you got some information for me and I can pass it along. You've been out of town. I don't have any information for you right now. What do you have for us? Well, do you know what a surgeon is? I'm sure you know about healing, but do you know what a surgeon is? They're pretty rare. 
Uh, I know what a surgeon is. Well, if you hear anything about a surgeon in town, you really shouldn't. There should be a lot of priests. I think you got one in your group, too. If you hear anything about a surgeon, there's one we've been hearing about. Someone who doesn't do normal medicine, doesn't use healing magic. He's doing something with machines and people, putting them together, creating who knows what. And we think it's directly tied to our mutual enemy. Anything at all along those lines, that's going to be trouble. So keep your ears open for a surgeon. Will do. Appreciate the information. Is all right. Well, I'll see you next time. Have a good night. I'm done peeing and all. <laughs> enjoy, enjoy your piss. With my monster dog. <laughs> oh, I got my dire dog. <laughs> and he shuffles off uh, drunkily down an alleyway. Mm. Okay. Go back inside. All right. You're inside. You uh, go to bed, I guess. You go to bed. You guys wake up, and in the morning, you're gathered. You're having some simple breakfast. Convey that to the group. All right. What do you want to say or do? Uh, actually, first, uh, there's a yellow vial that I have in my possession um, that I don't know what it is. I would like to attune it, if possible. Where did this vial come from? I this... have no idea. It's we got it vial. from uh, uh, the goblin or the... Chief Grim Grim? Grim Grim, yeah. Yeah. The silver vial was a potion of invulnerability in the yellow vial. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Chief Grim Grim. Silver. That is a potion of, you have identified, a potion of heroism. When you drink it, you gain 10 temporary hit points that last for up to an hour. Or until you lose them, they're gone. Okay. Um, I assume with the long rest, I also get back the rest of my, like, half my hit dice? Yep. Yeah. Okay. yeah. <clears throat> can you, um, on my minor hero rods, that's one, I, it can you be used once a day? Yeah. Or it's once a day. Special. Okay. Great. All right. So you so guys are getting who, gathered around. Who'd you meet last night? One of the conciliators agents. Oh yeah, our contact, right? Yeah. Um, what was his name? I don't. Know. I don't know. <laughs> Something. Huck rolls his eyes. <laughs> I'm in no mood. <laughs> <laughs> he was talking about a surgeon doing some sort of melding of people and and material. Where at? And that's all they have. There is somewhere in the city. They don't know where. That sounds horrific. Can't imagine what's worse. Maybe we should go to like a hospital or a clinic and ask around. Um, maybe. I don't know. Some place where their people are turning up missing. That might be. Uh, I imagine they're. Either taking sick people or they're maybe just abducting people that are of limited means. Sure, I'm sure there's some, if that's happening, there's rumors somewhere around. Are we off to see, uh... The wizard? 
<laughs> the wonderful, the wonderful wizard. wizard. I'm here. Hi. <laughs> the wonderful wizard. <laughs> My name is Amy Scatorum. He says that every morning just to remind himself. <laughs> Daily affirmation. It's yes. more it's written on his chest like memento. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Don't trust the dwarf. <laughs> but why? Why don't I trust the dwarf? Elmont's calling him on the phone. The reason why is written on your back. Your <laughs> mirrors haven't been invented yet. Damn it. <laughs> All right, what's else, what's next on the list here? Are we gonna go see your buddy, Wizard? Uh, oh, oh, Malil. Uh, I suppose there's nothing else that we need to attend to first. Uh, uh, Olgrim. Uh, yes. Uh, uh, is, is, are things good with the guild and such? Oh no, I haven't given much thought to them in quite a while. I'm sure things are fine. Okay. We're- Right, well, um... Quest dropped. <laughs> <laughs> I have Confirm. to clean out my quest log. God, that's a level one quest anyways. <laughs> I can't have all these fine seven cadets. I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> Just what wandering is... around town looking for exclamation points on uh... people's heads. <laughs> Olgrim doesn't even know what a carrot is. <laughs> Uh, randomly picking up. Is this a cannon? That's a radish. <clears throat> well, I, I suppose um, uh, we should go. I have a present for his little friend. Oh, we should go up there. Uh, that's quite nice. I didn't think you and and, and Jorn got along. Uh, that's kind of you. Uh, uh, you've turned the leaf, have you? Well, maybe. <laughs> He's cutting himself with his own sphere. (laughs) (laughs) One more day. (laughs) Cutting a J into his arm. (laughs) Well, off we go. Oh, you guys are heading to uh, Old Town towards uh, Malil's place. Sounds like he's not doing well. All right, you go through Old Town, old buildings. uh, He wants the thing we don't have, so. Oh. Sorry to interrupt. Sure. Uh, administrative stuff, nice old architecture, some uh, uh, some taverns, that kind of thing. You cross a small bridge and you head towards his estate, uh, which is a manor, which has got this fence around it. There's a small little one-person guardhouse with a little gate-type thing that crosses in front of it. Uh, and in there, you can see a veteran guard with a patch over one eye. And he kind of squints the eye at a distance and squints again, ducks down underneath (laughs) the guard tower, then comes back up with a crossbow and yells from 60 feet away, Halt right there! Don't take a step closer! He's got the uh, crossbow pointed at the goblin. Huck keeps moving with a little spring in his step. He fires his crossbow and gets a 13. Nope. His crossbow goes wide, He's and he is fr- he ducks back down underneath, and you hear a little cranking of the crossbows. <laughs> He's desperately trying to get another arrow. As soon as he comes back up, there's going to be an arrow, like, plinked into the wood, like, right by his head. All right. He comes back up. You fire an arrow. Make an intimidation roll with advantage, Elmon. The arrow lands right next to him. Um, 
next to him? Does it have to be next? <laughs> a 10? Yeah. He is scared. Can I get a second one for the second No, arrow? he's scared. <laughs> he will get a shot with disadvantage at you again, Puck, as you're coming right at him, though. Uh, oh, like a seven. He panicked. The shot makes your uh, shot, Elmond, makes him panic, and he fires, and he misses. You are now right at the gatehouse little opening, or you can come around the side towards the door. Which way do you want to do? I want to go around towards the door. All right, you're at the door, uh, and he's holding on to it in a panic. <laughs> go away! Go away! <laughs> and, puck and then you hear ding, 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 <laughs> so ding, 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 like, ding. like holding the door. He's he's truck. pulling the guardhouse door shut as you're pulling to get it open, and he's with his other hand ringing the silver bear bell for some sort of help from someone inside. Burns. <laughs> I suppose <laughs> I should answer that. I uh, I go up and uh, knock twice on the door. Hey, come out, dickhead! <laughs> it's Burns. Uh, which door? You're at the guardhouse door. Yeah. He uh, he says, "Go away! You're not you're not welcome here." I have a present for you. I don't want your present. By this time, Avius has made his way up to the, the whole house. group is now surrounded. Um, join us. Oh, I'm I'm moving into the gate and to the house. Okay. We've been requested by Master Malil, and uh, uh, so uh, it's good to see you and good day. And I want to lock him in the guardhouse. Uh, okay, how do like, you want to uh, do that? Is there like a hasp? Or can I like shove a dagger into like a hasp? Or like, is there any way I can? There's arcane lock. That's like a level three. Come on. I'll like, give you one of my level three. <laughs> <laughs> that's a level two. But the oh, door does open towards you. There are some uh, planter type things you can pull and push in the way. Yeah, I'm gonna block. Them. All right, you make it. It's not lock tight, but it's annoying. Whip around the thing. All right, it's not lock tight, but you've yeah. got it annoying for him to even try and get out. Yeah. Um, and he, uh, the guard, does not say stop. He doesn't try and stop you. He's just remaining silent and hoping you go right on by. He's and lost all he his hears wits. is the scraping of planters outside the door being moved. <laughs> Little goblin chuckle. Yeah. It's actually kind of creepy. That's <laughs> super creepy. He's just listening. What is that? What is... Go away. What is going on out there? Uh, you guys are now, I believe, all of you, hopefully, without Puck being left behind. Yeah. He's looking <laughs> evil right now. All of you at no, the... No, I go. I, mean, right. I leave him be early. I mean, once it's all... For now. Blocked. You can still climb out the window. For now. Right? You are at the door to the manor. The door is open when you get there, and a long-faced servant named um, Burn? Burns is there. He says, good morning. Burns, hi. Uh, hello. Uh, this, it's Avius. Hello, Avius. Avius. Yes. Uh, uh, where Did is... you get my message? Yes, yes. This is why we're here. I sent it. The other day. Yep, and we got it last night, so that's why we're here. Did you so read the message the, that oh I sent God. you? <laughs> he just kind of pushes <laughs> to the side <laughs> and walks in. Hi, Burns. Hello. Did you get my message? <laughs> <laughs> he says, "I'm." As you step inside, I'm afraid you're not allowed up. Oh, right. right. Uh, fuck you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> Misty Avius, step. Avius really likes, likes Malil for some reason. 
yeah, he was just going up the stairs. All right. Sorn is uh, following and is going to try to engage you. So it's it's a geriatric race up the stairs right now. Burns is Sorn? Burns, sorry. Okay. He's thinking his name starts with an S. Burns. Burns. Um, so he's following you up the stairs. You can't go. Come back. Yeah, it's fine. Go, uh, eat some oatmeal. With amazing speed, he's still not gaining on you. <laughs> <laughs> There's a quick burst of speed and then a wheeze and a quick burst of speed and a wheeze. And he's now halfway up the stairs. You're up on the balcony walking over to uh, Malil's door. You're there. Malil! I shout even before I get to the door. All right. And uh, as I get to the door, open it and walk in. The door is locked. And I run into the door. Okay. Make a strength roll. Make an athletics roll. More of a, like a surprise run. <laughs> oh, okay. Not like uh, I'm going to burst this bitch open. All right, you take What is door. a surprise run into the door? Like, like you know where you expected go, it to open? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, okay. I like trying to burst it. But it doesn't. He just crashes in the door by accident. Okay, okay. All right, you crumple into the door, breaking several vertebrae. You just got to be smarter than the door, Avius. Well, he has it locked. Fucks these Elmon. downstairs. Okay, at the door. Yep. <coughs> um, Elmon Ogrim. Staying downstairs, going upstairs. Oh, upstairs, okay. going upstairs. Okay. Yeah, Avius is rapping on the door. Malil, it's Avius. Avius Gatorum. There, there are several heavy thuds approaching behind you as Ogrim in heavy armor is slowly and irrevocably moving forward <laughs> through the door. There is an immovable force of a long-faced servant <laughs> by the name of Burns who stops and says, you are then he will, not <laughs> then allowed. Then he will be the first through the door. <laughs> uh, he, he holds out a gentle old hand to prevent you from going by. I move him aside and continue my assailant. Right. Yeah, you may choose. Anywhere from move aside to end his his lineage. <laughs> you choose the range band you, you want. You kill him there. and his children. <laughs> uh, uh, moving him aside uh, putting Ow. to the... <laughs> <laughs> you got uh, a key, Burns? Burns says no, and you can tell that he does. I don't need one. <clears throat> Malil, please open the door. We will um, crash it down. You hear a muffled uh, voice from behind the door. Did, did you find it? I knew you'd ask that. So, Malil, uh, just let us in, please, and we can talk. You hear squeaky floorboards as he comes nearby towards squeaky the door. Slippers. Squeak, 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 squeak. He approaches the door. You hear one of the locks unlock, and then it locked in. No, not until you found it. Well, Malia, we, we need some uh, assistance. I, I must have it. And you shall have it, um, We but we need your help a little bit more. You gave your word. Yes, yes, and you still have it, and you, uh, it's we, we're still on the quest uh, we just need some need more uh, understanding. Priest of Luthien, he's cursed or something. <clears throat> you need to find it, and and I'll rest. Will you, uh... <sighs> Burns, give me the key. Make intimidation roll with advantage. Thirteen. 
He, with a 13, he doesn't have that much resistance. He reaches in, reluctantly pulls out a key. He puts his hand the key to Avius. Uh, has the key stripped from him instantly. <laughs> Ow. <laughs> um, Avius unlocks the door. All right, you unlock several locks with that key. Um, in, pulls out. Slice to the side. Is it revolving? It up. It folds up, right? It just... It's a DeLorean. It comes together. Out and up. The door is open. Uh, there's a quick flash of movement as Malil dives underneath the giant comforters. I'm not decent. <laughs> <laughs> then it will just be you and me, Malil. He says, go away. Come back later. Uh, Malil. You must find it. Good man. He's he's just a little cat underneath the blanket mound. <laughs> you don't even see him. Walk over and pull the sheet. Oh, no. Make a strength oh, roll. <laughs> Twelve. Uh, Eleven. There is a <laughs> long tug of war back and forth, the back and forth. You almost get pulled into the bed, and finally you pull the comforter up. There is a half-naked uh, Malil, by the way, a member of a noble house, uh, who is uh, in a fetal position on the bed, and now scrambling and grabbing a pillow and hugging it and using it as kind of a half blanket. How's he look? Does he look? He looks emaciated. He's got uh, big bags under his eyes. Uh, he's got movement, though. There's this panic movement to him. He's not sluggish. But he doesn't have the charm, the welcome from the party, none of that. He was much more friendly to you guys before. Yeah. Is he adorned with anything? Rings, necklace? Um, yeah, he's got some jewelry on. Um... I huddle the four of us back away from the bed and mm-hmm. I, I don't I don't know if there's much we can do for uh, Malil is unless we find this this uh what was it the gray ascent you think the priests could help him I, I don't know if this madness uh, is curable um by uh, prayers and Lothian. Burns has entered and brought a silk robe and draped it over his master. <clears throat> Don't be distracted by the robe. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> How many pockets? <laughs> so, where is the Grey Ascent? Well, we just don't know this, do we? It's the million well, gold the last, question, isn't it? The last place we looked, the explosion and whatnot. Yes, yes. Um, I, it's, it could be destroyed, for all we know. Um, the only lead we have for it's the library. The library? Oh, yes, they have a clock there, don't they? Mm-hmm. That seems to be of some sort of renown. So we've checked him. He's alive. He's at least tended to. Uh, uh, Burns is feeding him food that's been neglected that's on the side of his bed. He's trying to get him to eat. Okay. Can Elmont try to intimidate him into eating? Uh, you can. He's <laughs> so good at it. What, what do you say? You walk over. He's like, no, I don't, I'm, I'm full. I'm full. Please eat. You need to listen to your man servant. <laughs> Make an intimidation roll. Normal. That's so intimidating. Yeah. Hey, 17. He looks at you and says, fine. 
And he starts mildly eating a little cucumber sandwich. I will feed you one arrow at a time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in no mood. <laughs> tombstone. Yeah. He's going to be playing that card for a long yeah. time. I'm in. Okay, I'm in the mood now. <laughs> <laughs> um, we have the library. Yes, yes, the library. Yes, of course. Oh, well, let's go. It's, why are we waiting? Downstairs is um that clock we destroyed is that has it been replaced or it's back. <laughs> <laughs> There's pieces of it taped it's, together. It's, it's nervously turning to you. <laughs> trying to tick very quiet. Yeah, it's, it's ticking, but it's all jaggy ticking. <laughs> That's awesome. No, but you did see outside in the manor there's a new sundial that they have. Out um, you go. <laughs> We're chronophobes here. <laughs> chronophobes! <laughs> oh my god. Chronophobes. <laughs> That's got to be a new creature you come across. Oh, great. Chronophobes. Ability <laughs> uh. stop time. No, there's a big space, empty, blank spot on the wall where there should be something, and there okay. isn't. Good, uh, good clock. Is that everything? Burns, uh, please, please keep Malil tended to and um, healthy for us. You should be sending a, a letter to his friend Jaymon as well that about his condition. I shall. Very well. Um, uh, we are going to go see what we can find out about these uh, uh, possessions that he is so uh, adamantly hoping to re- to to have back. Uh, we'll check in with you. Is that fine? Who are you talking to? Burns. Oh, of course. Very good. Uh, okay. Now, where is this library? So you guys leaving? So let me say if I understand this correctly. You burst through, you, you annoyed totally the guard, locked him in, went in, barged <laughs> upstairs against multiple protests, un- intimidated the guy to give you a key to lock it to get inside, pulled the bl- covers off of this noble so he's half naked there, almost in tears, in a mess, and then decided, oh, we don't need to even be here. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Science is painful. <laughs> okay. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Only we had known this yesterday. (laughs) Pretty much just sums it up. All right. I forgot all about who remembered the library. It was was just a... about the library for like... What? It was in a very aggressive welfare check. All right. An intervention. Before we went to Mongil, so I could anything else we got to do? Nope, nope. You seemed... And the party tears itself apart. To go to <laughs> first. I was, uh, I was giving everyone plenty of options. All right, you guys leave his house. Uh, you see there is a door that's been pushed repeatedly and just, like, got a couple <laughs> inches of space, but it, there's an eye, a single eye, peeking <laughs> out, there. and it closes <laughs> it as soon as it sees Puck come out of the house. <laughs> Don't come out! Uh, no, I move the Wait until he gets a load of and, a bog uh, leg. Out of the way? Leg. Yeah, out of the way and open the door. The door is held fast. Make a strength roll. Oh! 19? Oh, uh, uh, yeah, 19. <laughs> the door is ripped instantly free from the guard Jorn's hand, and he just goes, ah! 
I uh, take out of my pack. Uh, so if you remember back at the lumber yard, I took that piece of ash. Yes. This is going back away. Yeah. So in my spare time, it's like our rests and everything. I've carved uh, an eyeball out of this ash, but like a kind of a little bit bigger, like the size of a baseball. All right, bigger than it needs to be. It's bigger than it needs to be, and I throw it right at Jorn's head. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Do, does it come with a punchline? Well, it will. I'm, assuming, I'm waiting to see if I have to make a roll for this. You, he, you caught him by surprise with the door ripped out. You smack him right upside the head with it. There's a, there's another eye for you, buddy. I got one. I got. I made another. I made a second one too. That's for when I take your good one. And then walk off. He is just left in shock and horror, questioning his vocational choice. All you hear is the click of one crossbow. (laughs) (laughs) All right, you guys. I say, any questions? (laughs) Uh, You leave the manor. You've broken this person. (laughs) Could have been an ally for many years. Nope. Just broken him. Uh, you guys leave, and you know uh, where the library is. You've passed it several times. It's here in the Old Town District. Uh, you walk up. It's a wide building, two floors with multiple wings, with uh, lots of... Uh, it's uh, white with lots of uh, white columns in the front. A very old-fashioned style, very classic-style architecture. You walk up a bunch of steps um, to the front door, you walk inside, it smells of nice, old, rich books. So those of you that are into that kind of thing, it's great. Those of you that are into me, I don't know, more natural or stone-related stuff, maybe it's not so cool. Avius is getting a chubby. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and A magical chubby. <laughs> there is a big wooden desk, huge oversized wooden desk right as you come in. And there's a lady there who doesn't look up. And she says, welcome to the tallest library. Let me see your pass where you can purchase one. Can can I purchase a pass? She looks up quickly. Oh, no. What are you? I'm Puck. I step What's your quest, name? Step quickly in front of <laughs> A wooden eyeball goes flying by. <laughs> He's got a bag full of them. <clears throat> Everyone's permitted here, I and I, I flash the uh, the Lothian pin that I have ah. under my my badge. We'll be having access to the library today. She says, "I don't know what that is. Do you have a library pass?" Damn it. <laughs> you said we could buy one. Can I buy one? She- What's your name? <laughs> You've been making persuasion roll disadvantage. She wants very little to do with you. Ooh. Oh damn! Level nineteen. What? Damn. <laughs> So, uh, 20s, <laughs> non-natural 20s. She sighs. <laughs> she says, yes, everyone is allowed here if you have a library pass. I assume you do. If not, you may purchase one. Purchase one. Okay. You may. Do you have any citizenship papers? Citizens pay one silver. Non-citizens pay one gold. Here's a gold. She takes a gold from you and looks at the rest of you. She uh, says, you may all pay or you may sit here and wait on the benches. Oh, no, uh, we're with him. Yes. I'll pay my gold. Okay. <laughs> pay a gold. Pay a gold or sit your butt down. Uh, uh, what was your name, ma'am? My la- my name is Senia. Senia. Ah, 
excellent to me. It's uh, three syllables. Senia. Senia. Yes. Se- <laughs> what are you saying? Senia. Senia. <laughs> oh boy. She she's gonna make a perception roll. She is confused. Uh, my name is Avius Catorum. Avis, all right. Touche. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes, but the island of Catorum, you've heard of it. I've recently published my work on it. Uh, it's probably here in the library, in fact. Well, isn't that good for you? Yes. Um, would you. Avius, get a pass. <sighs> He's trying to get a free gold pass. <laughs> Dropping his name. Uh, senior discount, yes. <laughs> senior discount. <laughs> she says, that'll be one gold, please. I have this nine silver, okay. She says, um, yes, that'll be fine. Yes, uh, thank you for your patronage. She gives you a pass that is good for the month. The month? So get, go, get, get out of here. Jesus, <laughs> you're right. bothering the poor lady. <laughs> Senia, are you the, are you, uh, like fighting are you the a librarian? She is reluctantly looking at you. You did a great role, but you were just, she was just about to kick your butt out of here. She turns to you. I'm sorry. Can you repeat that again? Are you, the, are you one of the librarians here? I am. Uh, I'm sorry about my friend. He's, he's a bothersome old man. Um, here, she throws down three really thick books on the floor. Can you stand so I can see you better? <laughs> Sure. Jeez. You stack three books, and now your head is is up above, at least above the big desk level. Um, I'm uh, we we got we came here today looking for some specific information. Do you have any books on uh, clock, clockwork machinery? I believe so. If you go to the first floor east wing, there is a section on construction that you may find something along those lines. On construction? Yes. Machinery and construction. Okay. I'll go there. (laughs) Almond's walked away. He's wandering the library now looking for clocks. Okay. I don't know if they said anything about there actually being a clock here. You just said there was an They said, yeah, I have library and clocks. Ogram has paid his gold, but he's just too confused. He just sits down. <laughs> <laughs> like, he, he's really confused, but he wanted to fit in. I wanted to fit in. I'll pay my gold. I, just, I don't need to read. Uh, goes to the first floor east wing. Got any comics? looking for some uh, books on, on clockwork. Okay. Puck is heading off in that direction. Anything else? Uh, Iman, what did you say you wanted to do? Just kind of wandering around looking for clocks. Okay. Um, works. Anything relating to all right. clock type Avis thing? Avius. Sundials. Takes the staff out of his backpack. Okay. And wants to detect magic. Oh, or geez. spray acid. <laughs> no, no, no. Which, no. which one? No, the acid is oh. in the belt. Oh, the acid's in the belt. Okay, so you have your magic staff out. You activate the command. What was the command word again? Um, the command, if I remember right, was detect magic. Okay. <laughs> Secret command word. All right. Uh, the staff this time goes bing and turns light blue um, light around it. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. Yep. Yeah. It's Avius throws the staff across the library. <laughs> <laughs> you do? I do. All right. It clatters. She says, excuse me, sir. Oh, it's just, I'm sorry. So I dropped it. Uh, palsy. Uh, I'm old. 
She <laughs> rings a little brass bell that echoes throughout the quiet library. How many times? Just, <laughs> <laughs> just once. We know all about you. Just once. Uh, Puck, you're looking around, making an investigation roll. You're looking for books regarding that kind of stuff. Clockwork related. Uh, 19. 19. Wow. You see a bunch of construction books about uh, masonry, about pulley systems, um, which is kind of high-tech technology for this time period. Uh, you do find a book about gears and uh, clocks. Uh, that That's the only one that kind of fits and how to make them for sure. Okay. So I want to grab it and like walk over to a table or somewhere I can start perusing. perusing. Elmon, you find on the other wing on the first floor, you find a interesting piece of art that is on display. And it is a globe that has um, c- continents on it that is a clockwork piece and they uh, move the pieces of the continents slide and move around together. It's just a nice little... They all kind of slide together and form like a Pangea type one major continent and then they all slide out and they just repeats it and just it's just a nice piece. I'm gonna kind of like as inconspicuously as possible <clears throat> investigate it kind of like kind of look behind it and okay. kind of you know I don't know Make an investigation roll. Um, 18. 18's pretty good. You look around. There's no one in this huge area that you see at all. You hear some staff clattering off in the distance. And... Perfect distraction. <laughs> you see nothing unusual, nothing um, magical about it. You see that there's a wind-up mechanism. Your best guess is it has to be wound up every morning. Um, and nothing odd or dangerous about it at all. Smash it on the floor. No, okay. <laughs> <laughs> they just came in here and ruined all of our... Anything else? Well, we're chronophobes, remember? <laughs> <clears throat> um, no, I mean... Uh, uh, I mean, just continue to search for okay. any, any clues that might be relating to clocks. All right. The, clue, the clues are in the books. <laughs> What do you know, dwarf? I know. Puck, you were looking about uh, in this book for uh, information. What specifically were you looking for? Um, anything um, like the clockwork we encountered at Malil's mm. weeks ago or um, mm. any mention of anything we've been looking for. I mean, okay. Uh, pertaining to like uh, uh, the Grey Ascent or that creature we fought. I mean, I mean kind of needle in a haystack. Make an investigation roll. And then I do have something specific I want to do. Uh, it doesn't count. Got to roll on your... Uh, 21. Jeez. All right. You are not finding anything specific to that, but you're finding some good information about uh, constructions themselves that are getting you some <clears throat> tidbits about uh, their strengths and weaknesses. Yeah. Uh, Elmont. Well, that goes into what I was thinking is I'm going to flag down a staff member and ask them about constructs. Go ahead. You, you there's a uh, gentleman there. Yes. Um, I am looking for information about. I don't work here. And he walks away. <laughs> uh, I'm in no mood. <laughs> <laughs> there's another guy you find who's putting books away. Okay. Uh, excuse me, sir. Do you work here? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> he seems defeated. <laughs> 
Damn, I was wondering if you could point me uh, towards a direction. I am looking for information about constructs. Like magical creature constructs. We have a section on magic, uh, historical uh, magic and its impact on the Empire. Is that related to the question? <laughs> That's the closest thing I can think of. Okay. And can you point me towards that direction? Certainly. And he takes you over, showing a bunch of other history things. Um, you see another interesting piece of art. This one is another clockwork type piece that they have on display. And it's of a mother holding a baby. And then it r moves its arms and holds the baby up to the sky and then back down again. Hmm. And noticed a couple mechanical type clocks here in the library. Are these, have these been here long? He says, well, that's a common misconception. They're not clocks. They are clock work. It used machinery and intellect and design and skill. We had a uh, exhibition a year ago that was we were hosting to emphasize the technology available in our city. And we had several pieces commissioned. Um, and they've been here since a year ago? Yes. <clears throat> and I guess follow-up question. Do you have books and information about clockworks? Uh, yes, I believe so. That's actually more specific to what I was perhaps looking for, now that I think of it. He uh, takes you over to an area where you see a goblin is hungrily um, consuming the information inside a book. Stop, <laughs> Stop eating that. <laughs> it's good. Um, Avius, what do you want to do? Reading. Yeah, Avius wants to wander around, see what he can see. Okay. Anything in particular you're looking for? Um. Well, he's looking for a clock as well, or clockwork something. Like, that's the clue kind of he remembered from, um, which is what, what was his name? Valkyr. 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 Whatever. All right. Uh, Avius, you wander around. Uh, Puck, you have voraciously read several sections on constructs, and uh, you now have uh, a bonus in dealing with them. If you ever have to deal with a construct, a 19 is now a critical for you, nice. as well as a 20 on the roll. That'll last for a couple of weeks or so until you fill your brain with random goblin facts. <laughs> <laughs> memories but you of, have an idea of, of the inner workings and where to strike and the power sources that are used in that kind of a concept. <laughs> okay. Um, I want to go back and find Senia. Okay. You head over there. Uh, Avius, you are on the second floor heading towards Histories. You also see another uh, clockwork piece. This one is of a bronze clockwork spider that is walking in place. Um, it's got like a metal stand and it looks looking like it's walking. It looks not too dissimilar to ones you have battled before. Do I, and do I see anyone around who's a nope. worker in... Not. Um, Elmon! Yeah, I yell out. Okay. Elmon, you hear a call out repeatedly, like the fifth time. Uh, it's a library, Ultra! old man. <laughs> there is a sword drawn. I go racing through the library. Oh, All right. And there is a guard who's been following uh, 
uh, Avius around. Do yeah. I see him? Uh, you do see him. Uh, uh, sir, sir, gu- guard person. He comes over and he gets about half the distance and immediately whips around and draws a sword as this crazed dwarf is coming running at him. What's wrong, Avius? What's going on? I asked first. I need a librarian. You are sure. Either of you is. Uh, look at this. Look at this. It's a. This is a a, a robotic spider of sorts. Uh, he rolls his eyes and sheaths his sword. Sir, just it's can't. just a machine. It's not a real spider. You're safe. You are in the library of tallest city. Uh, what do you know about this? Um. Why don't you come with me? No, no, we'll no. find out who brought you here. No, I'm with him, and I nod towards. The... Do you I know don't this? Know him. <laughs> Never seen him before. <laughs> uh, Sir, I'm afraid he doesn't know you. No, no. Algrum. <laughs> That's not his name. I sheathed my sword. Yes, I know this one. Thank you. Uh, no, uh, guard. I'm sorry for the uh, the upset. Wh- what's your name, sir? Algrum. <laughs> <laughs> He keeps asking me. <laughs> Been friends for years. He keeps asking me. <laughs> um, guard uh, person. He says, uh, maybe you should take your friend out and get him some fresh air or, uh, sir, or something to drink. Please. He seems to be a bit confused. I'm a very well respected the cartographer. He seems to think he belongs here. I'm I'm a little concerned of the safety for him. Yeah, and I the understand. Other. The books, oddly enough, they do calm him. <laughs> when he's not here, it's quite something else. I think he's safe. I will look over him. Perhaps you can check out a, a book that might intrigue him and keep him quiet. I'll do just that. Thank you. Uh, s- sir. He's walking away, but staying maybe a hundred feet away and watching you. And if, if you approach, he stays a hundred feet away from you. <laughs> Avius, you gotta stop skinning people like that. <laughs> I almost took off a librarian's head getting it. Uh, sorry, um, I, I need information. Uh, you're, you're in a library? <laughs> what do you want? <laughs> How did this get here? Who brought it? Who made it? Elmon walks up at this point and is like, well, <clears throat> they had a exhibition about a year ago. <laughs> he just unloads <laughs> narration. <clears throat> but, but, and they commissioned several special pieces that were brought in at that time. Uh, by whom? Well, I don't know that. Well, this is what we need to know. Oh, who made these? They're usually in dwarven creations. The uh, artist <gasps> writes his name on the piece. Olgrim then points with a fat finger, and you can see... It's not that fat. <laughs> <laughs> Don't kid yourself. You point, and you can see that there's Eat a... one pizza. No, no. There's a, there's a name inscribed on this uh, base. And it says? It says Sanor, guild number 7070. Well, that wasn't that hard. Uh, do you know this Sanor uh, character? <laughs> El, uh, uh, Olgrim? Elman looks shocked. <laughs> yeah, Elman absolutely looks shocked. It's a familiar name to 
somebody from the Thieves Guild who was related to the Grey Ascent. He's the one that took it from the the woman and the her boyfriend that that with the clockworks that originally attacked us, those spiders. But uh, that was just a, a month back, perhaps. Not a, a year. No. Seems uh, Sonora has been in the clockwork uh, uh, craft longer than maybe we have thought. When was the first time we encountered these uh, mechanisms, the the, the dangerous kind? Oh, I can tell you that. At Malil's. But how long back? Uh, God, our adventures have been so compacted. It's probably like yesterday. Really, (laughs) there's like crazy things every other day. That was just two weeks ago. Yeah, it's a couple weeks ago. Yes, yes. Okay. Just a few weeks. And then. Back when you were level two. (laughs) 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 Purity's a bitch. (laughs) Oh, we must find the Sonor. Yeah. Uh, uh, Elgrim, you you know the guilds, yes? I, I I know a few, not many. None that deal with the uh, contraptions like this. Uh, but perhaps we can figure this out. Uh, You'll have the help of anyone I can enlist. Very good, very good. Um. Well, anything else we need here? Fuck yeah, I uh. I was look, I would go back up to the front counter and stack three books and stand on them. And, okay. Um, <laughs> Miss Miss Librarian, librarian. <laughs> thank you for Senior. Senior, yes. Uh, Puck, um, thank you for directing me towards uh, those books. I found one that was very very helpful. Um, I, I've also noticed some some of the clockwork you have around here. It's fascinating. Oh yes, we had a exhibition of arts that we sponsored for the yeah, city. So or did one one artist make all of these? No, they were various artists. I believe yeah. three or four. Where, could I want to um, maybe commission a piece. Are they in the city? The artists? Uh, I don't know. Do you have a name? And she starts looking through some papers. A name of the artist? Yes. Oh, uh, no. Oh, um, I can give you a name of one of the artists. That'd be helpful, please. And she, um, looked through the papers and, <coughs> excuse me, says, uh, here is a, uh, one of them, I believe. This, uh, is a woman who crafted an interesting piece of, uh, geography. I don't know if you saw it. It's on the... The uh, one with the maps? It's the, the map? one, yes, It's uh, it's got some movement yeah, of... Yeah, that was my favorite. ...continents. Um, Levin is her name. Levin? Where could I find Levin? She is a... has a, uh, a store in the North Market. Okay. And you can find it there. It's got, uh... You'll have to ask around there. Uh, I spoke to her. She said she's got a large window filled with amazing gadgets of all sorts of art. Thank you. You've been very pleasant today. Well, you too. It's been uh, interesting seeing a goblin in here, and um, you weren't as uh, 
as crazy as I had uh, been led to believe. No, I'm a pretty good guy. You hear a scream from the second floor. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go find my friends. I'll, I'm sure I'll see you soon. All right. Bye, Puck. Bye, Senia. There's a little love interest happening there, if I'm not mistaken. Uh-huh. Puck's a two-timer. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta let you know, I got some tadpoles. <laughs> I want to get that out in the open first. <laughs> we started out with nine, but you know how it goes. It'll probably be down to two in the next couple of months. <laughs> Jeez. Last rough out in the bog. Uh, so I go find uh, go, go find the rest of the, the, the group. All right. Is there yeah. a random magical staff floating around, like sitting around on the ground somewhere? Uh, Avius has picked it up, I believe. It's back in my back. Yeah. Like a bad penny. <laughs> so, guys, I, f- I found some some helpful uh, a helpful book. Kind of showed me a little bit about construct constructs a little, and I got. You, have you guys seen these uh, clockwork uh, like uh, uh, pieces of art? The ones all around the library? Yeah. Those no. Ones. Uh, no, I haven't. Oh. Well, I. Oh, wow, sarcasm from Avius. I think we need. I found. I got a name of an artist that uh, we could go talk to. Maybe. Maybe. Uh, sh- sh- maybe she's our baddie that we've been she? looking for. Oh, yeah. I, I always assumed Sonora was a, a man. Who's Sonora? Sin, sin, no, not Sin. Not. No, this is not a song. It's Sonora, not Sonora. It's a, it's a name of the artist. There's a uh, big, fat dwarven finger points at the sculpture right next to you with S-A-N-O-R. It's just getting larger, apparently. <laughs> yeah, there's super mammoth giant These are all done, all done by, by different artists. I got the name of one. Someone help me. My finger keeps swelling. <laughs> it's the ring. Take it off. <laughs> oh, it's choking the blood. <laughs> he dies, but it heals him. <laughs> <laughs> His finger pops off, but he grows into him. Grows into him. Wait, uh, so they're all by different artists. Yeah, interesting. That's what the librarian lady, <gasps> the pretty librarian lady, told me. Well, perhaps we need to go and and see the other pieces here in the library and and determine who's made them as well. Or we just go see this one. Or since we're here, maybe we need to go look at the other pieces in the library and see who's made them as well. Okay. Puck just leaves the library. (laughs) I found him. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, we'll, I guess, uh, see if the artist's name is prominently displayed on any of the other pieces. There are only three pieces. There are three pieces I described. The uh, first piece has a name and it is Levin. Uh, the middle piece of the woman with the baby does not have an inscribed name. Okay. And then Sonor is the other one. Correct. Where's the, the one the the one you guys found? Where's where's he at? Or she? Where's where are they? We he's the one that left the spiders at the um yeah i remember that buddy. yeah i remember you've been on your back a little a couple times thanks <laughs> thanks for reminding me well we were teamwork remember <sighs> teamwork we, we yeah. got the we got I have memories of Vilmon on his back a couple times too <laughs> 
Well, who do you want to go see? I mean, <laughs> do we know? We don't. We know where the one is. This leaving. We go talk to her. Maybe she knows the other artist. Yeah. Yeah. I. I don't know where Sonora is. We. His trail went. We've looked for him. Cold. Yeah. Before. Maybe she knows. Let's go. Let's go to the we North Market. Scared the daylights out of him in the trash bin. Uh, no, that was not him. Oh. Um. Old. Elmon gets out a scroll of campaign notes. <laughs> Accidentally. Hasten. Hasten. Uh. And if it's not him, it's not him. Looks like Puck's got our best lead. <gasps> Isabon was the lady and doesn't yeah. matter. It doesn't matter. Let's go. Let's go see this uh, <laughs> artist. They're all dead. Yeah, Sonora is not the boyfriend. Okay. I don't think so. No. <laughs> but, but what does DNA say? <laughs> I draw my sword. <laughs> all right. I'll be outside. <laughs> Olgrim's just so not in his element. <laughs> Books and He's just got a shield up deflecting knowledge left and right. <laughs> <laughs> I've got math and geometry. <laughs> You'll never get me. <laughs> what is your weakness? <laughs> All right, you guys head out. Uh, Senia's Hop there. Hop two singles. Hop two singles. singles. Is her and she says, thank you for coming to the library. See you again, Puck. See you later, Senia. Bye, Senia. That's not, she... that's not how you say it. She raised an eyebrow. She's not sure what she heard. <laughs> I think she, you said it right. Okay. You guys are outside. It's still raining. Uh, North Market. Let's go to the North Market. Okay. And we will stop there for tonight. Our heroes tracked down the ivory swords and finally located their friend Rolmik. Much to Elmon's dismay, Rolmik had been tied to a tree and left to die. With little remorse, Elmon led the group's assault and turned the mercenary camp into a bloodbath, even while the mercenaries were surrendering. Now, back in the city of Talus, the heroes have decided to look into the missing artifact, the Grey Ascent. After tormenting the nobleman Malil for reasons I still don't understand, they made their way to the city library and found clues pointing them in the direction of clockwork maker Sanor, the man most likely in possession of the Grey Ascent. Thank you, Christopher, Chris, Seth, Tim, and as always, thanks to you, our listeners, for joining us on our adventures. Leave us a comment on our website, gloriousbards.com, or our social media accounts to let us know what you think of the show. All music has been officially licensed or used through Creative Commons as listed on our website, and if you're interested in the sound effects you heard, check out the great sounds at sirenscape.com. Heading off to speak with another clockwork maker, will the heroes learn the location of Sanor and what will happen when they finally face the Grey Ascent? Until next time. <laughs>